Okay, so. I had a vision. In this vision, I ran away. I ran away and I just took a chance and I didn't I didn't care anymore about being followed or about an assignment or about a guy or about family. I didn't care anymore. I just left and I said, if it follows me, whatever, if I got to stay in the streets, whatever, I don't care. I got to go. I'm tired of being here. I can't stand these draining people. They're, you know, they, they do everything in their power to hold me down and keep me from moving forward. And it's like, I guess, whatever, they're going to be who they are, but it's my fault for letting them. So I just left and I was like, I don't need that. I don't need them. And I don't, I almost don't even care that later on at the time has passed and I allowed this to separate us that I will somehow have wished that I didn't, I don't care about that. I don't care no more, you know? They will have wished that they appreciated somebody who cared as much as I did. That's what They're going to regret that. I'm never going to regret that. They do not deserve me. They are weird. But all I know is I ran away. First place I walked into, it was a a diner. This man hired me, gave me an advance on my check. And I was thinking about taking the advance and running away again because I felt that I had been found. But I didn't do it because he was so kind and he's so he was such a good person. I feel that he wanted to take care of me and I just needed that. I needed to feel, you know, that I was in a safe environment around somebody who actually cared and wanted to take care of me for a while. Like, I feel that I'm taking care of so many people and I'm so considerate of everybody else. And this man was so nice, you know. He was not weird. He was not trying to just get in my pants or anything like that, even though, of course, he felt that I was a beautiful woman and things like that. But he could cook his butt off. And this was his diner. And people loved his place, and they loved him. And I could tell why. He was such a great spirit. And I thought about taking the money and running, and I saw it in his eyes. Like, please, please just don't leave me. Like, I just want to be able to take care of you. Like, I can see what you're going through. I can see in your eyes. Like, you are just tired. It's okay. You can stay here. And I was thinking, like, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have to use this chick to go get a hotel or anything and it's like you can stay here it's fine and I didn't want to have to I don't want to use this man I didn't want to ask him for anything but he didn't he just didn't let me go and I was just wanting a good church and a good church family and he had like a friend or a son who was also super kind and I stayed there and he made this big dinner It was like a plate of food. And it was like, so, everything was so good. And I was like, or it looked so good. I don't know if I actually tried it. But I was just like, you know, 
I was just like, man, I can't. I can't, I can't do this man like this. Because I was still thinking about leaving, I think. Because I just feel like he's so kind. I could stay here and everything could be good, but... I don't want to hurt him because I'm still hurting from how hurt I've been. And I don't want to take advantage of him either. But I do need to rest. I need to rest. Honestly, in the mental condition that I'm in, I really probably shouldn't even be, like, running state to state. I probably shouldn't. Like, the best... I think the best possible outcome in the situation would be if I ran to the next state and the first place I walked into would be a welcoming, good, healthy place for me to be. I don't, I just don't feel like I'm in a mental condition to have to keep running and, and you know, feel like I have to do that because, you know, it feels like my mind is already running. I'm so tired and I don't care what people say about me I don't care if they say oh you ran or you're weak or you lost or you let whoever win they just gonna have to win because you live in a life that you want to fight every day for the rest of your life you want to fight and I'm not about to fight you you know I don't care what everybody else think they can fight you they got the energy they got the you know they they want to do that. That's how, that's the life they decided they wanted to live. Who, you know, it doesn't even matter. I don't have to ask who. It's you. You woke up or you one day in your life, someday in your past, in your childhood, you decided that you was going to fight every day for the rest of your life. And I don't mean fight for your life, just fight. No. I had I had to decide I was gonna fight for my life, but that is not the same thing. You fighting for stuff that don't matter. You fighting over things that are ridiculous, and you are angry. And I'm not about to be angry because you're angry. I'm drained. I don't even have it in me. And every time I get close to deciding that I'm going to fight like that because you won't leave me alone, and I just want you to leave me alone, God won't let me do it. He won't let me change me for you because you are not worth it. I want peace and love and happiness. I want, you know, my life to settle down at some point and come around. You want, you never want to come out of a drama or dramatic lifestyle or somehow if you ever do, you're hoping that you never want to. You're hoping that you can look like you did. And be draining whoever is around you for the rest of your life. No, that is not fair. And I can't believe it's men out here who are so kind, who will not want to think for me, 
who would just want to take care of me. And I was there as his diner and I was so drained. I didn't even feel that I was in a mental space to work. He didn't even make me work. I was just like a, a, a customer. Like, and I wanted to drink at his bar and he didn't serve me drinks. And I really didn't even eat for real because I just wasn't in a mental state to eat. I wasn't forcing food on my throat because I just, you know, I don't know. I I think it's like a I don't know. It's something I've developed over the years. So I forced myself to eat because I think it's making me happy or something. I don't know. But I did want to eat his food. It looked really, really good. And everybody who came in his diner was very kind. You know, understanding. It felt like somewhere I could live forever. And it was in the most unsuspecting place in my head. In my head, I believe that this place is so, you know, fast and always full of sin. And, you know, wicked people or just fast money and stuff like that. It was a new, it was a new look on this place. I found it was a lot of older people who were living a slower, more calm down life. And they were, you know, simple. They were not complicated at all. Well, they could be if they wanted to be, whatever. But they were simple and kind and, you know, relatable. So relatable. That's all I wanted was, like, just to be around simpler things like I'm not choosing this lifestyle and I don't understand you know I keep asking God God why would you put me here what is it that you are doing and you know God works in mysterious ways I feel that he wants me to see or he wanted me to do what it is that I did do here which is you know be able to show my you know family and different people around me how God moves who God is but he never intended for me to fall into this lifestyle he never intended for me to go a certain direction I don't think I I don't think that you know, maybe I didn't feel that in this vision that I could actually, I felt that I could stay at the, stay there with that man forever, though, you know. And then he shows me that, you know, on the other end, he's housing all of these foster children. He's such a good man that, you know, he's keeping all these kids and. He wants me to stay with him and take care of these kids with him. And, you know, they don't need me if I'm not going to stay. And I didn't want to be introduced to to these kids if I was not going to stay. But, you know, I want to take away from how kind he was.
But I just want to add that, you know, I knew I couldn't stay. I knew I couldn't stay. Something kept telling me, you know, you can't stay. Because that's not right. Because this man, you know, he's such a good man. And you are a really good woman. And he sees that in you. But you're not staying here in this place. You're you're being transformed. You're going to grow out of this. You're coming out of this season. And so if you were ever going to stay here in this place. And this, and this is where you were meant to settle. Then there would be. This would be a great place to stay. And it would be a, a lot of wonderful options just like it. That would be, you know suitable for you but you're not staying here and that's not fair to this man it's not even about being fair to this man this man also realizes that you are not staying in this place so he's not being fair he wouldn't be fair but he is being fair because he's he's okay with me you know using him until I'm good and then going but I could tell he hopes that I wouldn't do that so I can't do that But these kids, they were fine with that, too. They just liked me. Well, they had to get to like me. They didn't automatically like me, you know. But they were, you know, they were cool. They were cool kids. They were chill. They didn't, like, they didn't come out and run around and act too crazy. They had had rough lives, but they were just, they were cool. They were not, they were not the kind of kids that, that like start trouble. They were kind of, they were the kind of kids that were like, you know, understanding that they have a place to stay and that they otherwise wouldn't have if it weren't for this man, he saved them from the streets. He saved them from different situations, you know. But I still felt wrong because I'm like, what can I give you? If I'm not better in myself, what can I give you? I don't have anything to give you. I don't want to just be sitting around here just like another kid he has to take care of. But he was okay with that. And so I felt triggered because I felt like, so I would have allowed someone to drain me of all the energy that I had to help other people for the rest of my life, just to live off someone who wants to help other people for the rest of their life, who can do it, because I can't, I just don't have it. And he did not want me to worry about that. But I was like, mm. I still feel like a burden on him. That's the point. I'm not supposed to feel like a burden on him. It's just. And he helps me not to stress. Like when I want to think about. All the things that are like I'm not able to accomplish. 
He really did not want nothing from me. But, yeah, God was like, nope. God said no. God said he was a wonderful person, but he said no. Because he said, you're coming out of this season. You are coming out of this. You are. No matter what it looks like. It looks like it's going to be forever. It looks like you may not make it. It looks like you you need to hurry up and get to a place right now before you are so drained that you never get back up again or that you, you know, lose hope and you fall off and you, you know, give up on your faith or any of those things. God says, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm going to be okay. So I don't need that, you know. But I got upset because I said, Man, why does it feel like you want me to stay and be abused, God? Like, what is that? How long are you going to allow me to be abused? But I can't ask that question because he's been protecting me. I'm not abused. Do you know? They can't abuse me because of God. I'm so very well taken care of. He just has me on a mission, and I have to be made stronger. It is what it is. And he makes some of the most, some of the best drinks. I couldn't have any of them. Because he was just that supportive and that kind. That he wasn't going to let me drink myself. Drink, because I was just so messed up like I'm stressed over what's going on so I don't feel that God is necessarily saying choose this situation though but I know that he's saying don't go giving up you know Don't go to the next place thinking you know that you need to stay there because it's going to work out for you. Everything's going to work out for you. You're going to be able to you're going to be okay. You're not done for the rest of your life and you're going to Get back up and get everything that you've ever wanted. Nobody's going to be able to keep you from that. Nobody's going to stop that from happening. You know, it's it's happening for you. And, you know, it's unfair. Because this man says, I don't need anything from you. You can stay here. Everything will be fine. But if you stay here. And you show him how wonderful of a woman you are. And he's he's not going to, he, it's going to break him. If, it's going to hurt him if you leave. But he just wants to take care of someone. And God is just saying, no, nope. 
like you have no idea you know the effect you have on people and so no don't even you shouldn't even make him believe that you will stay don't even give him that idea but you know man I'm just thinking I need somewhere that's supportive in the meantime and God is like nope anyways a part of this vision I feel that I had said too much and I had maybe ticked him off a little bit but he was patient and mostly patient and I could have went without saying a lot of this stuff so I would have been fine actually but Also, feeling like I wasn't even free, for real. I wasn't free. They had followed me. And why would I bring my trouble and my drama to this man's home? I felt that I would have been putting his whole entire situation in jeopardy. Even though he was willing to accept that. But he one of those people who see me for who I am, who see me and does not care what other people say and knows what to do and everything. But I was going to take the money and go. But he still didn't care. I realized so much like he did not feed into the gender role thing or anything. He was not weird like that where he felt like a woman belongs in the kitchen and stuff like that. Like he's in the kitchen and all this other stuff and like he's so kind. He didn't remind me of my dad actually but you know it's just that he cooks and loves to cook like my dad does but he didn't remind me of my dad. He just reminded me of you know, a kind older man. No, somebody I've never known in my life, actually. So he didn't remind me of any anybody, which was good, you know. But
I think, you know, I think, you know, a lot of these times, this happened to me so many different times. While I'm seeing different situations and I'm like giving a way out or I'm giving different things that I want right now and God is like, do not take it. That I know that means something so big. I just know that because a lot of these things I've been offered are like really big, good, great things. I don't know why my mind works in a way where it's like if I accept the smaller things, that's not missing out on the bigger things because I'm not choosing. I couldn't be choosing this smaller thing over this big thing. I'm only choosing this smaller thing in the meantime. But God is saying, no, I want you to be 100% trusting and faithful in me. Leave it up to me. Be willing to not accept anything or settle on anything right now. Just just stay where you're at. Keep going. And you'll see. So, I know. I know this means something really big. I know it does. I see how everybody else sees it. Everybody else is thinking like, it feels like everybody else is thinking like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not what you think it is. Don't keep calling it. Don't keep saying it's such a, it's so, you know, torture, so much torture for you and stuff. Because you're making them feel like they're doing more than they actually are. But I don't, I don't know if they actually see what I'm going through. I don't know if they can understand on the level that I understand it on. Maybe the devil is lying and making it, you know, talking it up to be more than it is. But unless I pay attention to the the really the the real details and what it really comes down to from the root, I feel that I'm a, I'm accepting a demon on my back that I can't live with. So I have to take it seriously. And I have to consider all that is, you know, really going on from the root. And it is that bad. And I can't can't imagine anybody being able to ignore it. So we're all built differently though. You know, this man, it wasn't that he was ignoring it. He was just on a different note. He was kind, he was, living his life and he was serving people with no questions asked that's just that I want to be able to do that and I could learn a lot from him but I don't want to feel obligated 
but every single time I get presented in one of these situations that I feel that I want to accept, move forward into. Then I start seeing a shift. So maybe God is trying to teach me those hard lessons in life. You know, the ones that I don't really want to learn right now. Like, you know, it's okay to make these men compete over you. And I don't think that's okay. Or it's okay to take advantage while you can. Use somebody for what they have to make yourself happy. I don't want to learn that. I don't want I don't want it that to be true. I want to be able to be exactly who I am, not have to take advantage of anyone or take anything from anybody. And still be able to appreciate them for what they have and what they have to offer. And then be able to appreciate me for what I have and what I have to offer. Whether I have something to offer or not. Whether they have something to offer or not. I just don't want it to be like, I'm a woman. I should be able to live off you. I should be able to do what I want. I should be able to take, this is what being a woman is about. And it's like... Is it, though? That's what I'm still wondering. Because that's always the argument with some men. Women don't have to do anything. Women just get to live off you. Women can not have to lift a finger for the rest of their lives and they're taken care of. Men don't get to do that. And it's like... Is that what God is telling me? Is the difference between man and woman? Is God even saying that? Because even in the Bible, you know, the woman is supposed to take care of the household. The man is supposed to provide for the household. But I don't know. Doesn't feel like God is saying that to me. Honestly, (laughs) I love God so much because he's just taking my side. He's like, no, you're not wrong. You're, you, when you are wrong, we're working on that. You are not wrong about this. this. This is what you think it is. You're not crazy. This is why I'm showing you this. This is why you're going through this. Because this is confirmation that you have been right. You are right. You know? And I am telling you these things. It's not that you're right. It's that you're listening. So, yeah, this is what that is. But... It's fine. Like, that was just a great escape for a while. I know I got to listen to God ultimately, though.
and maybe pay off. And then this morning, really, really early this morning, I had a vision of Gary Coleman. I remember somebody years back saying, y'all think I'm playing. Everybody laughs at me when I'm saying this, when I say this. But Gary Coleman is so beautiful, I cried. They said, y'all, he said, I don't under, y'all don't, everybody's laughing at me when I say this. But I started crying. Gary Coleman is so beautiful. Gary Coleman is beautiful. I just looked up one day and I don't know if they, they introduced it as, you know, I don't think they said they were drunk or high or anything, but like they looked at Gary Coleman and Gary Coleman was just so beautiful. <laughs> and it was funny how they told the story, but like I saw him. I know Gary Coleman is beautiful too. I saw him, he was so beautiful. And he said to me, you don't have to keep beating yourself up about the mistakes you've made. You're forgiven. And I cried. You know, I believe without a doubt in my mind, Gary Coleman made it to heaven. You know, I, I have to make sure he's not still on this earth, though. Either way it go, wherever Gary Coleman is, he is beautiful. He is so beautiful. He glows and he shines like an angel. And I just always felt something in the back of my heart and my soul about Gary Coleman that just made me feel like, you know, there's something to know about him. There's something to know about that. Like, he's, everybody says he's so great, you know, and I don't want to say that he's not. I just want to say that I just don't know. For myself and I want to know for myself but I didn't I just kind of stayed away from it because I didn't want to find a reason to not like him just because I didn't want to believe the hype and then I wanted to wait to the time where I would have figured it out naturally on my own and I think I was scared of Gary Coleman because the whole time like I must have known he's very beautiful and I just saw him glowing. He was like, Gary Coleman is, is beautiful. And he just took me by my face, both hands on both sides of my head. Or either side of my head. And he just looked me in my face. He didn't say a word. Well, he did say you're forgiven. But he's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could cry. It reminds me of when the first time I saw Jesus. It does remind me of that, actually. Or how I see me when I am, you know, when God shows me me fighting for him and me being transformed by him, how I look in these visions. I look so beautiful. and I'm just, like, covered with the Holy Spirit. How anybody looks in God, that's, that's how he looked, like an angel. So... beautiful 
man, I feel like there's things I need to see about this situation. Like, I'm going to find out that, you know, I saw a vision and it felt like this individual is my soulmate and everything. But I'm going to find out that anybody could have done that. I'm going to find out that it could be anybody. That this is the, this is not necessarily God saying that, you know, that they made it look like that. Or no, that that can be done by anyone. I, I don't know. I don't want to lie. I don't want to say that. I would just say that I feel like I'm going to figure it out that you can use your power to do that to people. It doesn't mean that you are actually chosen, you know, or God chose you for this individual. Maybe they may feel that way, but that doesn't necessarily signify that. And I'm going to find that out. That's what I'm going to find out. And when I do, I'm going to have, you know, I won't say being right the whole time, but I'm I'm definitely going to be, have been right for choosing and waiting on God instead of choosing this situation, just falling into it. And also, you know... I'm going to, you know, I want to say I'm going to appreciate the information. Of course I will, but man, whoever this individual is, by then I will have made my decision on whether they was worth it or not. Because one thing I will say is that it seems that they have been here, you know, supporting me in a way and helping me throughout a lot of things. But that does not necessarily make them my soulmate or anything. And if I find out that they were trying to play my tricks, mind games and tricks on my mind to make me believe that and keep me from finding out that they actually were just an option like most men or things tend to be. Not my God-given soul made and, you know, made for each other, you know, whatever it's supposed to be called, you know. That will, that will determine whether it was a friendship for life or if it was just, you know, whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know if I would even lose respect for them because it's not that I ever was so set on that idea that we are soulmates I was just analyzing the situation analyzing what had happened and trying to figure out if I since this is the first time it's ever happened to me in my life that if this is actually God showing me something or if you know I'm being manipulated so I I just wouldn't want to build a foundation of any relationship on a lie I wouldn't you know I don't think that that's good. And I don't, I feel that that would be, I feel that anyone who expects me to do that is wrong. Like, why did you lie in the first place? Why couldn't you have just been honest? Why did you have to, you know? That's why I have to wait to see all the, I have to see all the details of the story because you know, you could be innocent or 
having done things in the best way you knew how. Not really intending to manipulate or not knowing better, which I don't believe. But you could have been just wrong. And by then, I don't know what happens after that. I'll just trust God to leave me, lead me from going forward. I will forgive you. I will have forgiven you. But, you know, that just determines how I feel about you. And it may not matter to anyone. It may not matter to you, but it's vital for me to know. Because, you know, moving forward, I'm going to be like, well, I found out that you weren't this person, so I'm not thinking about you. I hope I prayed and hope that everything works out for you and I'm still rooting for you. And, you know, I still believe that God is going to bless you and everything's going to be okay with you. But I'm not thinking about you like well, I am, I guess, because I'm hoping that you'll be okay. but I'm not. Like, I know who you are now, like, you know, but if I found out that you actually are a good person, then of course, then that means that you were right the whole time. And obviously you would have deserved your props. You would have deserved, I won't say props, I don't want to call it props like that's like it's bragging rights or anything. But like you would have deserved to be, you know, acknowledged as such, I guess, and not doubted anymore. Because nobody deserves to be doubted when they really have pure intentions. But that's when they have pure intentions. So we shall see. And you know what? If the t- intentions were pure. It it matters because that means that a lot of different things that actually did happen that I'm not making up. Whether they they may they may have been misinterpreted, or you were just wrong, but still that can be overlooked if your intentions were pure. Because we're going to be wrong. People aren't perfect, but it just matters if you were from the jump lying and manipulating. If you were from the jump lying and manipulating, I'm not justifying anything that you did. You were just wrong. I'm going to let God judge, but I'm just saying, you were just wrong. But if you have pure intentions from the jump, then you made some mistakes and things went the way that they went. Why would I hold you to that standard? I'm not even going to hold you to the standard when you're wrong. I'm still going to forgive you. I mean, I am going to hold you to it, but I'm going to forgive you. I just need to know because I don't need snakes around me for the rest of my life. I think that's the point of seeking the truth out in God so that he can expose the truth in your entire life. You no longer have to live in lies and live underneath these lies and be chained to these lies. I'm not choosing a lie when God is exposing the truth. So, yeah. I'm just going to do that. Keep fighting. And this individual feels like they always threaten me. 
And if you don't go, things don't go the way I want them to go. Well, I'm just going to give it to your sister. I'm just going to give everything I was supposed to give to you to your sister. And I honestly feel like y'all probably deserve each other if you do that. Because you can't threaten me with things like that. Oh, your sister's going to have it. Oh, your sister's going to get it. Oh, I'm going to choose your sister. And it's like, um, for you to have somebody on a back burner as a sort of a, you know, to coerce anyone into doing anything, y'all deserve each other. First of all, for them allowing you to be on that back burner. I mean, them allowing, them letting you allow them to be on that back burner. Or you putting them on a the back burner regardless y'all deserve each other and somebody might say well they can move on and be happy and all this other stuff good luck good luck being happy or all this other stuff that you think that you're going to be because what goes around comes around and that's probably why y'all end up together if y'all do because i don't deserve that <laughs> i do not i do not deserve someone who is going to do stuff like that, you know, lie, manipulate, and then when all else fails, choose someone over you just to hurt you for the rest of your life. And it's you will not hurt me. I'm going to seek God always in my healing and being made complete. And I'm going to forgive you. And I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to wish y'all the best. And... If you ever do it for the wrong reasons, trust me, you'll find that that is your consequence. Doing it for the wrong reasons. I will not do it for the wrong reasons. And I will not allow anybody to hold me hostage or captive. You know, because of their threats of doing it with someone for the wrong reasons. Bye. Good luck. Because I was hoping for the best for you. I was hoping that, you know, I could help you. And you take that however you want to take that. You're going to have to grow up one day. And by then, you're going to see. But I feel that someone was showing me, like, you can do that, too. (laughs) Whatever it is that they did, you can do it, too. Like, it's not special. It's not, you know, necessarily... Like, they're choosing you, but that doesn't mean that God is choosing you for them. You know? Don't let them make you think that they're your only option. In a way. But, like, I wouldn't want to switch up on anyone who believed in me when no one else did. You know, I want to take those things into consideration. But I also want to take into consideration manipulative lies and tactics. You know, if you never, I don't want to say never, but like I said, intentions matter. Intentions matter. So we shall see.